What's going on, everybody? It's Derek. And it's Sam. And welcome to Gaming and Chill, episode number 100. Woohoo, Centurion episode! Triple digits! <laughs> Today on the show, we'll be discussing what's been going on lately, Fallout 76, Super Smash Brothers episode, and episode 100. Yeah. But this episode is sponsored by Humble Bundle. Thanks, guys. Our partner for this week's podcast is Humble Bundle. Humble Bundle is an online digital store that sells some of the most popular games from the most popular game developers. But that's not all. They also offer bundle deals that change weekly and monthly that allow you to pay a designated amount for a collection of games or ebooks that can often save you hundreds of dollars. Humble Bundle then donates portions of its proceeds to a featured charity. In addition to this awesome business model, they have also partnered with us so we get a small portion of any purchase or donation through their website. All you need to do is go to our website, scroll to the bottom of the page, and click the Humble Bundle Partner logo and shop for any games of your heart's desire. Thanks, Humble Bundle. Back to you guys. So how you been doing today, Sam? Or this last oh, month, I know, feel like. I feel like I haven't been on the show in almost, like, actually, I think it's even been more than three weeks, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, you might be right about that. I don't know. Off the top of my head. I mean, it... It's good to be back, but a lot has changed in the last month. I mean, went through and literally started a new position um, at work. Congratulations. And it's, uh, thank you, uh, it's a lot more intense than I originally thought it was going to be. Oh? So there's been that adjusting. I mean, we've gone through and uh, been working on a project that apparently was supposed to have been worked on for a full year by the department I took over, and then... Got there only to find out they hadn't even started it and they want it done like by January, so or the end of January. So I'm like, Hoo-hoo-hoo. wow, yeah, that's gonna be a fun accomplishment. But if I can do it, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> if not, eh, we'll see. If not, <laughs> you look like a jerk. Yeah, no. But no, other than that, things have been going well. Uh, just busy, crazy life stuff. Sickness going around my house, and then. Uh, sh- just trying to get back in the swing of things for the holiday. What about you? Uh, about the same, really. Um, been keeping really busy with uh, work stuff. They have me doing a bunch of new stuff at work. Kind of, but it's kind of the same stuff, really. Uh, <laughs> doing Christmas events at work. It's a nightmare. I mean, we spent, I swear to God, about 30 minutes talking about how to do Secret Santa. It's pretty simple, guys. (laughs) Yes, but normally when you do Secret Santa, you do it in a school where pretty much everyone attends or everyone, their parents buy something and then you give it to your friends. This one, it's like completely voluntary. So it's like, well, if you don't want to participate, you don't have to. And it's like, okay, um, why is this so so difficult? So this is the person... Or the person that doesn't want to participate gets my name. Does that mean I don't get a present? Well, if they don't, per- if they're not participating, they're not drawing a name. So I was like, oh, okay. okay. Good. But they were wanting to make it so difficult of like, you have to give it to them on this day. And then it's revealed who you are. And I'm like, nah, nah, no, no, fam. You, what you do is you want to participate? Great. Here's like a qu- small questionnaire, like name, favorite restaurant, favorite type of food, your hobbies. That way you can hopefully pick something that person wants. Because I got to be honest, if I drew pretty much about 30 out of 40 people's names out of the basket, I wouldn't have a clue what they who, who they even are, really. So I was like, <laughs> uh, you get an Amazon gift card. How original. 
Um, but with that little slip of paper, I can order them something from Amazon that's a little bit more custom. Because um, I am not going to Target. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, at this time of year, no. And, no. and then, so it's like, okay, you they draw the name, and then that's it. There's no reveal day, no giving it to them on a certain day. Nope. You want to give it to them two hours from now? That's your deal. You want to give it to them next week? That's your deal. That's it. Let's not do anything else. Let's not, like, try to make this way more complicated. It's like, no, why? Why are you doing this? But, I mean, <laughs> there. well, at first we weren't going to do Secret Santa, but one coworker is literally campaigning for it. You would think that she was running for governor or something. You think she was lobbying, oh. like, this United States Senate in order to go through and get yes. Secret Santa? I'm, I'm not even joking when I say... <laughs> Yes, that is entirely what she was doing. It's like, dude, calm down just a little bit. Like, we don't need to do that much. Come on now. I mean, it was it's hysterical, but at the same time, it's all it was actually real rather irritating. It's like it was slightly tense. Yeah, it's like if you want to do Secret Santa, <laughs> buy people stuff and give it to them without telling them. That's it. You don't have to make an excuse to do it. But then between that and then like this, this, this month is busy with, for me, for, uh, photo events. Um, and the thing is, is I'm I'm not taking anybody's like, I'm not like doing photography for like individual people. I'm doing it for groups and stuff. Oh, um, so I'm going taking pictures of wreaths across America event one Saturday. Uh, I'm actually going and we're doing a church photo shoot. Um, oh. so it's for like an Alzheimer's uh, event. My friend was like, Hey, would you mind coming and taking photos of this event? I'm like, yeah, that's fine. I have a camera at my disposal that I can use that I can do that. That's fine with me. Uh, you know, consider that part of your Christmas gift. Um, yeah, other than that, like, I feel like I've been super busy with like podcast stuff, but then I'm like, I don't really, not really doing anything with the podcast stuff a lot, all the time. Yeah, but at the same time, you've been going through and trying something new. I mean, you've had the wonderful Misty Moonbeam on last week. How did you like that podcast? I thought it was fantastic. It was great to hear a a voice other than myself. (laughs) (laughs) We were joking about that. It's like, man, she sounds a whole lot better than me. uh, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Let's let's go ahead and just say how it is. I'm like, wow, okay, cool. Thanks. I mean, confidence. Boosting. In case she ever needs a job, yeah. In case she ever needs a job, here you go. Um, <laughs> but no, uh, we, I'm actually going to be recording another episode with her tomorrow. Um, hey, that's awesome. Yeah, I, I think so. Um, and then another person that I met on through Twitter, and then and a person tonight actually about talking about cosplay and recent uh, Comic Con. Nice. Yeah. So I'm um, like, we're trying a couple different things, couple trying some new stuff, bringing some. Not bringing them on full time, but like, hey, why don't you come be a guest? And uh, the episode with Misty was super well received. Like her sister was listening to it at work on out loud and her coworkers were like, no, that's a great podcast. I'm like, yes, success. Well, it also, it's nice to know that uh, <laughs> more than my wife and your <laughs> yeah. wife listens to it. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to be fair, <laughs> to be fair, yes. But also, it's like, you know, sometimes it's nice to have not just three guys talking about Hey, guys, stuff, let's, you know? let's talk about anime. <laughs> it's like, hmm, maybe we maybe we'll invite some estrogen to this party. So I was totally going to uh, 
tell you to be on the lookout. I did use you in an elaborate scheme the other day as a part of an elaborate scheme that you weren't even completely aware of. Okay. <laughs> so. Why do I need to know? The best part. <laughs> well, so my father-in-law wants to get my brother-in-law like a new camera lens or something for Christmas. All right. And he can't figure out which one he actually needs. Tilt shift. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing that's funny is that he asked Allison, hey, can you talk to your brother, ask him what he actually needs for his camera? And she's like, okay, sure. So she pulls him aside and starts asking him these questions. Hey, if you were to get one, which one would you want? And he's like, "Uh, you know, I really don't know. I know why you're asking me this. I really wish you wouldn't, though. (laughs) No, he's like, it's like, I I really don't know what I want. It's like, you could get this, that. I'm like, cool. So apparently my father-in-law was like at the camera shop trying to figure out what he needed really so i i then flat out messaged him i'm like hey so derek my friend is taking some pictures and needs a couple of extra lenses just wondered what lenses that you have that he could borrow he's like i'm pretty much gonna have the same lenses as he's gonna have dang it man you are not catching any of the hints at all like I've thrown softballs at you, basically, like, hey, here you go. This is, we just need an answer, and you get it for Christmas. And this kid just wow. completely over his head, just watched it go through. Just, oh, strike one. Huh, that was kind of obvious. Nice. <laughs> That's insane. So if he mentions, hey, what lenses were you needing to borrow? That's why. Nice. <laughs> I'll have to worry about that when I cross that bridge. Yeah, you shouldn't have to worry about it because I don't even think that he knows who we are. <laughs> Ooh, feels bad, man. <laughs> it feels really bad, actually. Uh, but then other than podcast stuff, I've been streaming a lot with Doug lately on Monday and Tuesdays. Yeah, I've been trying to tune in for Guild Wars. You guys have been like destroying the game. Yeah, we have. We're on the last uh, last campaign. Uh, Eye of the North, and then we're probably going to take a break, play some other MMOs, maybe play some Smash for a little while, and then go back to uh, Guild Wars 2. Yeah. Yeah, Richard was telling me that you guys have bought, or he has Guild Wars 2, and actually, it's funny, now that you mentioned it, I I may actually have Guild Wars 2, I'm not 100% positive. Ooh, that'll be fun. Um... No, I lied, I do not have Guild Wars 2. No, that's fine. Oh, wait. I know it's Guild of Dungeoneering. Oh uh, yeah, slightly different. Um, but yeah, other than that, really <laughs> been keeping busy. Gosh, I've been playing a lot of games yesterday. Uh with having guests on the podcast, I was like, well, let's record some new stuff. So for one of them, I have Red Dead Redemption. Oh, uh, two. How is that game? By the it's way? actually um, a much better open world than other games we're going to be talking about today. Um, I really wish that it was on PC. <laughs> You really wish you had that instead of Fallout 76. No. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I really wish uh, one day, I, I wish that I could co-op this to someone else to create the clips. I would love to have a clip of all the games that we have been so looking forward to and then follow it up with, and then they were disappointed. Um, and then this game is going to be great. It was not great. Well, because I remember like hyping up like... Uh, no Man's Sky. Oh, and then that turned into the proverbial flaming bag of dog poo. Hey, they actually like readjusted it, but I still don't know what the purpose of the game is. After they did fix it within the first 100 episodes of this podcast. 
Hey. In defense. <laughs> it only took two years for them to fix this. Exactly. It's like, this is just bad. It's like, wait a minute. Um, then I, I could swear there's other. Sea of Thieves. Oh, yeah. We were like, hey, this is going to be fun. No, it was not fun. They played it four times. <laughs> I, I, I don't even think I played it that many times. I, hear I think they, I played it twice. They've actually added a lot of stuff from what I hear, and I would love to one day play again. But I think it suffers from a lot of pseudo-soft MMOs that it's much funner when you play it with friends. Because I feel like that's, well... We can move. We can kind of move into uh, Fallout seventy six here. I feel like that's the crux of a lot of soft MMOs today, where they're like, "It's the experience of playing with your friends." Yes, but you're not selling me fifty, sixty dollars worth of experience with friends. If I wanted to have a good experience with friends, I would go to Rec Bar or some other place. Heck, I'm pretty sure the kids in it had a good friend experience and they hung out with a sewer in the sewer <laughs> with a killer clown. <laughs> Whereas like if you're playing fallout 76 or uh, sea of thieves alone, it's like, I'm so alone. So very alone. And you know, it's true. Yeah. Um, so actually in preparation for, uh, one of our other guests, I actually recorded about an hour worth of fallout 76. Oof. <laughs> Which, when you stop and think, because they play Fallout seventy six a lot on stream, so I was like, I'm gonna record something that they're very that goes with their content, like that matches them their content roughly. Yeah, and I was like, and it's been an hour. Okay, we're done. Let's go to rec- let's go play something else. Yeah, it basically that's kind of one of the things is is that I'll watch that podcast just to watch what you your character does in that one hour. Because after one hour of playing the beta, I felt like I had done jack. <laughs> well, and that, that's the thing is like, after about an hour, I felt like I had done jack. I was like, I discovered new places. But those new places didn't have anything. It's like, at all. I was like, sweet, I found a new location. There was three scorched and no, like a, a couple things of ammo. And, so and that's I it. think my f- my favorite interaction that I had in the game while I was playing the beta. Now, this being said, I thought, oh, maybe it's just because it's a beta. Mm-hmm. No, it's not because it was a beta. Is I came across this warehouse, and I'm like level three. Okay. And I got just swarmed by, I want to say, maybe a hundred super mutants. Whoa. And and I literally took them all down. Because, A, they couldn't hit Jack. Right. And B, I just crouched and kept hitting him in the head with a sniper rifle because they didn't move. (laughs) Well, I I find that even when you're not sneaking, you're capable of sneaking up behind them. Like, you can literally run up behind the ghoul, punch him in the head, back up, and shoot him with a shotgun. You're like, okay, cool. Like, they don't react to your presence. So it's like, cool. Um, all right. <laughs> it, and I, there's just, it reminded me that I was not super like when I, when Fallout 76 came out, you were like, Hey, you want to get it? I'm like, I think I'm going to pass. 
But I bought it from a friend of mine because Best Buy screwed them over, which kind of makes huh. me think that Bethesda was screwing people over. Wait, wait. Yep, they were. Because um, <laughs> they bought the Power Armor Edition with the canvas bag. Um, oh. Yeah. And so they're like, I have an extra copy. Do you want to buy it for 50 bucks? And I'm like, that seems like a steal. A week later, you can buy it for 30 bucks? Huh. So that was one of the plagues, many plagues of Fallout 76. Let's let's talk about that a little yeah. bit. Because I was telling you guys, I was first-hand experience of one of those issues. Um, so for the PC version, um, I don't didn't hear of any bad launches on the xbox and the ps4 version uh i'm mostly just best buy not having the correct version that people were ordering and then just not being able to deliver but then again that's just best buy i'm surprised that best buy still exists it's fair but the thing that's funny is that so i downloaded the beta they're they released on twitter bethesda's like hey fallout 76 betas released for pre-download and i'm like oh heck yeah i will go through and i will pre-download this and get ready i'll go through and i will play all day for the uh the beta day release Mm -hmm. so i thought i was good let it download all night got the confirmation that morning that it was ready i'm like cool so i went ahead lived out my life for the next day and then I got home from work, and I'm like, I'm going to go ahead and play and stream the beta, which is one of the reasons why I didn't actually stream that night, and found out, hey, your files are gone. All 68 gigs of the temporary file were completely missing. They apparently recalled the download, and you had to re-download everything. It's like 60 gigs takes a pretty decent amount of time in order to download. Yeah. So most people miss that whole beta time frame, and everybody was mad. Well, the only thing that they got from it though is they released the um, they extended one of the other days a little bit longer, I think by like four hours in order to make up for it. And unlike the uh, uh, Xbox version and PS4 version, they kind of let you keep all of the equipment that you had before or from the beta okay. when the new game launched. So I'm like, that's kind of nice, but. Still, that was really upsetting the day it happened. And then the next issue, like your friend was saying, if you got the Power Armor version, I think is what it was, Mm -hmm. um, it was supposed to come with like a heavy-duty canvas bag, um, limited edition bag. Yeah. And I guess Bethesda either like just miscounted or just totally screwed up. I don't know what happened. I do have some information on that. Apparently, okay, the it. YouTuber influencers that got to get mm-hmm. were taken up to West Virginia to review and play the game and get some pre footage and everything. They and they had the power armor version. They got canvas bags. Really? A lot of people otherwise didn't. Um. So it's like one of those. So wow, you really just buttered up your people, your influencers, to really push and sell this game for you. And then you screwed over your entire customer base. Sweet. Yeah. Good move, Todd Howard. Uh, th- yeah, and every, everybody got completely mad about that. Apparently, you're supposed to be able to still get that. Um, um, so there is one other kerfuffle before the big kerfuffle. Oh, yeah. Did you hear about the... You're supposed to get like a rum bottle or something? 
It was like a Fallout 76 liquor or something. Oh, you mean you mean the uh, Nuka Dark that they were talking about? Yeah. The pre-orders for that like small town brewery or something like that? Yeah. Um, did you hear the news about that? No. Apparently, it was just a plastic bottle with a sleeve around it. Really? Yeah, I'm looking it up right now. Uh, it was Nuka Dark. Yep. Um, Nuka Nuka Dark Rum on Reddit. God, one of the two top for uh, one of the top responses. Um, yeah, it's just one of those like okay, like you promised something, and um, oh, there we go. Nuka Dark Rum following in the footsteps of the Bag Lash. Uh, yeah, it's looking like, okay, it is a plastic sleeve for a generic bottle, $97, and the person ends this Reddit post, um, it was by Arrow uh, Maestro on Twitter, you know, I really feel for the most hardcore fans. Those suckers are sitting there with their nylon bags, playing their broken game, waiting for their plastic bottle facades. Never again, Bethesda. Lesson learned. (laughs) Yeah. I I don't know, man. It's the, those things are just symbolic of the game as a whole of it looks, it looks pretty like when you, when it works, when you, and the frame rates don't drop when you turn on the game it looks amazing it looks so good it's like oh wow the lighting it looks pretty good but then once you start playing it you're like i don't this this feels like you dressed something up really nice but in the end it's just nothing it's like painting a house to look really pretty, but then when you go inside, it's got exposed wiring, no drywall, the floors are all just concrete still, there's probably a homeless guy squatting in the in the corner there, and you're like, oh, this isn't what you sold me on, though, and they're like, hey, uh, uh, 500 atoms, right? And the people who took them aren't legally allowed to sue anymore, because they received compensation. Yeah. And it's like, cool. That's kind of terrible for you to do there, Bethesda. But that's not, that's really the tip of the iceberg because then there follows suit with more crappy things that Bethesda did. And this one is probably a glitch, but it should never be a whoops, we accidentally doxed our entire fan base. Yeah. Yeah, this should be a, oh man, we're a multi-million dollar or even billion dollar, depending on what you're looking at, um, franchise. We should really go through, we should really have top security. Right. But, (laughs) for those of us who do not know what is going on, go ahead and explain the article for them there, Derek. It's the way I understand it, and I could have a terrible understanding of it, and maybe you know more as well. Basically, somehow, when you went to go put in a ticket you were able to see and to close other people's tickets. And those tickets have addresses, phone numbers, emails, and in some people's cases, the credit card information for the people who bought the game online. Oops. 
how? How does that happen? How do you go, whoops, you know the people that paid $200 for a video game with a, a canvas bag? Whoops, wasn't canvas, it was nylon. For the people who got Nuka Dark Rum? Oops, it was just a plastic sleeve over a generic bottle. Over the now, beta uninstalling itself? Oops, you're doxxed. So it's like, cool. So if somebody who wanted to abuse it, and I'm sure there was people who wanted to abuse it, they had access to people's private information. Do you know what would happen if in my job I printed out a list of people's names, addresses, phone numbers, and emails and left it laying around? I can tell you, I wouldn't work there anymore. I would get yeah. my ass fired faster than I can go, it's just a prank, bro. I don't understand how Bethesda let that happen. I don't know. And I'm looking here and like was trying to get some more information about what happened. Apparently, a certain few people. It doesn't say all of them. One um, is too many. Yeah. But it's one person who took a screenshot and sent it to Bethesda. Apparently, they were receiving other people's support tickets on their Bethesda account. Ow. And they were getting numerous. I don't know. They were. It's like it says at Bethesda support. I am receiving other people's support ticket on my at Bethesda account. I have numerous people's receipts for Power Armor set that includes their email, home address, and the type of card used. This isn't good, right? <laughs> and then there's a picture. I'm like, wow. And I, at first I was like, crap, that could have been me. Then I realized I never submitted a support ticket, so I'm like, okay, I'm good. Well, <laughs> the thing is, and uh, some would say, oh, web coding is really hard. Yeah, no, that's still something that should be. A I have check. I have written programs with an admin function and a non-admin function. No, 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 it's not that hard. You it's have not admins labeled one thing, thing, consumers labeled another, and neither shall the two meet. <laughs> it's not that hard. If labeled admin, then print this information. If labeled consumer. Then, print this information. Not, if they're consumer, well, maybe you can show them that. No. No. How did this happen? But, the people I truly feel the most sorry for, beyond the consumers, the people who bought this game, like yourself, who have a huge love for the Fallout series, and Bethesda just basically takes a dump on the entire series. Oh, easily. <laughs> is I feel bad for the game designers, not the people who, not the head honchos, the people actually doing the coding, people actually doing the asset placement, because there are some cool things in there that I'm like, that was actually really cool. And I've read accounts of people have run across uh, places in the wasteland where people were playing checkers and they died, and... You know, one guy's got a knife sticking out of his chest, and the other one looks like they've been shot in the head. It's like, okay, like that's kind of a cool place setting. That makes the world feel lived in. Yeah. And it's those people's work who is just trashed by by terrible story writing. If you want to call it story writing. By okay, so I'm gonna give some spoilers to anybody who hasn't gone through and seen. This. Can you spoil this game? Seen it? I don't. I don't think so. So basically, the whole game is that you start out as a resident of Vault 76, a vault that actually opens a few years after the bombs drop, 
So it's the first vault to open, or theoretically it's the first vault to open. Right. Um, by um, vault Tech standards. And you're supposed to go find the Overseer who was supposed to lead this charge with you. And the thing that's really interesting about it is that, like, you go through, you wake up in the vault, you get a couple of things, and then just there's no story. You're supposed to go through and find her journal entries, stuff like that, and find other people's logs and entries. But there's no set, like, goal. It's just like, find the Overseer. But it's like, but why do I want to find the Overseer if there's no NPCs in this thing? Because I know for a fact, since there's no NPCs in this game, guess what's going to happen? You're never finding her. She's dead. You're either never finding her or she's dead. So there, it's like, you know... That's kind of the deal that they're going through. They're not really any factions that are going against each other. Um, all you have are the Scorched, which are from the Scorched Beasts, um, those people who've been infected. Okay, explain that to me. Because I, I think that... Because I, I've noted that the petrified people are often around the Scorched. Aren't the petrified people the Scorched that have succumbed or something? Yes. Yeah, so basically what happens is that these Scorch Beasts, which are basically the giant bats that you see in the game. Okay, I've seen those. Um, they go through and they fly around and they spray people with whatever their, I guess, acid is or poison is. And when people become infected, their skin starts to harden, they go through and they start getting sick, and they become the Scorched. Well... Eventually, Scorched basically become consumed completely, and that's what you get those little husks or whatever they are that are left around um, in the area itself. So the Scorch are controlled by the Scorch Beasts, because apparently they have to go through and they have to obey the Scorch Beast. And then those guys that are like green and just completely black go through and just dissolve every time you run into them by accident. Why wasn't this in the game? Oh, it is, but you have to find all of the stupid, uh, like, little, like, hollow tapes. That are I feel like the Scorch Beast could be a really cool, like, boss. And Yeah, gr- guess what? Granted. Guess who ran into two of those at the same time, and guess what you can't kill you, hardly at all? You, you really can't kill them? <laughs> well, you can, but when you're out there alone and under the initial settings, now, that being said... They have gone through and they have changed some settings ever since I ran into them that uh, you can kill them a little bit more easily. But yeah, I fired eight rockets at that thing and it still didn't die. Because that would be a really cool thing to like talk with a person. Like I'm just imagining the lady who's writing the Wasteland Survival Guide from Fallout 3 writing oh, about yeah. the Scorch. So I'm like, that would have been cool! But given the fact that all the research is done, you just have to find the hollow tapes. It's like, oh, so it feels almost like you're not participating in the world. You're writing the world's greatest like rail shooter where you're going, cool. You're you're showing me a lot of cool things. I'm not actually doing any cool things, but man, what you're showing me is kind of impressive. The, the whole concept and idea behind the game is you are writing the story. You are creating your own story and trying to figure it out. But the problem about that is that since the way Bethesda kind of er, Bethesda shot themselves in the foot because you only have, I think at the most, 20 people on a server at a time. Yeah, I want to say that's about right. I think that's about what, or what it is. Probably less. I think it might actually be 15. But um, when you're playing, you 
I mean, you can't go through and you can't create a guild. You can't go through and you can't create your own faction. Since there's so many limited people, it's like, hey, there's 20 of us in the server. You want to join us? Sure. <laughs> Out of two factions of 10 people, that's all you get. Now, maybe the game will get better in a year when they allow modding. Possibly. But. Or maybe by New Year's they'll give us some, or Bethesda will go through and pull off some miracle. I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt because apparently they're supposed to have changed a couple of things in the game already. Don't know what those are. As of last night, I did not detect any notable changes from launch day. Okay. From launch weekend or so. I don't know. I just feel like it's one of those giant missed opportunities of a game. It somehow makes Elder Scrolls Online feel populated. Ooh. Which is bad, because Elder Scrolls Online is, I mean, not, like, amazing. But at least it feels like there's a point. Like, there were giant swaths of time that I found no enemies, even. And I'm like, cool, I'm just running here out in the wild, going, dur 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 I was joking about that the other day when I was playing. I was just, like, screaming. It's like, man, there's nobody around. West Virginia! (laughs) Scream out loud. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And it's like, I feel so very alone. If I wanted to play a video game and feel alone, I would play something else or watch the movie Gravity. Um, I'm going to be honest. I still haven't finished that movie. I can't sit through Gravity. It's boring. Okay, um, I just wanted to make sure it wasn't me because, you know, my record of finishing things that people suggest to me. Oh, we know. Um, <laughs> okay, let's move on to a game that's not a complete disappointment. Oh, yeah. Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Yeah, how are you liking that since uh, Sam's a loser and doesn't have a Switch? Like, I love it. I'm actually real fat. I'm doing the uh, quick, uh, quick unlock for everybody. Oh, really? Yeah, uh, so that way I can just unlock everybody. So if I want to... If Doug wants to come over, I have all the characters unlocked. Um, But normally you can unlock them through what's called the World of Light, which is kind of like their story mode. So if did you play uh, uh, the Super Smash Brothers on like the Wii or uh, the Wii U? So they had a story mode, right? Yeah. This one is kind of a story mode, kind of not, in the sense that you go and fight other fighters and they have spirits attached to them. And you can get those spirits. And they help you overcome, like, lava floors or poison floors or electric floors and things like that. And you can basically use them to power up your own fighter. And you can also unlock other fighters. That mode, um, some people are saying, will take you about 20 to 60 hours. Are you kidding me? No, not at all. But it it doesn't feel (laughs) repetitive because it's like, hey, you're fighting a giant metal DDD. Okay, now you're fighting a tiny Ridley or a tiny gang. What in God's name was that? Sorry, I dropped my pen. Okay, uh, you're fighting a, <laughs> an army of Mega Mans, tiny Mega Mans, and everything like that. And it's really cool because it makes you. Huh. It, sometimes there are battles that I can't win, and I'm like, I will come back to this battle later. Uh, you know, I have to fight eight, eight or eight groups of Mega Man. Okay, well, I only have 120 HP, and they have 80 each. I've got to come back later when I have something better. Like, it really is outstanding. Um, 
because it feels so good. Like, just, you can get lost whistling the tune to yourself. And they, the game map is done in a way that you can go, you, you kind of, sometimes you're set in a linear path, but other times it's like, oh, you want to go this way? Okay, great, you got to fight this person. Oh, you want to go this other way? Great, you got to fight this person. Eventually, you might get kind of funneled down to having to face someone, but by then, you've got spirits that you can level up. Your main, your primary spirits you can level up, and I've already got some that are level ninety nine twice over. Mm-hmm. Um, and it feels good because you're like, oh, I unlocked, you know, uh, this character that I like. I like, I unlocked this, uh, this spirit that's from Animal Crossing. And it's like, yes. So it's it's really good in the sense of you can un- you can quickly unlock all the characters like I am, and it still takes you a little bit of time, about ninety minutes. Mm-hmm. Which sounds unimpressive, but when you sit there and go, yeah, but that's just to play with, play for with them in Smash and like the, hey, you want to play Smash together kind of mode, um, yeah, and enable you so, to play more online. It's really just good. So here's a question: Who's your favorite character to use right now? Link. I'm owning his Link. Isn't that like dang it? <laughs> isn't I mean, the, like isn't that like everybody's favorite one though? Isn't that the pumpkin spice of Super uh, Super Smash? Um, <laughs> probably. I'm gonna switch over to uh, Bayonetta soon, but okay. with World of Light, like I've been playing a lot of that, and it's Link is just doing so well for me. His sword is actually pretty powerful in multi strikes, and I'm sure there's other people that can do better. But I'm just like I I, I like his I like his character, I, I like his abilities. Okay. Um, but it's just so good that. You almost get lost in it. Um, like you, you can almost get lost in how much you've got going on. Oh man! You know, I'm really excited to go through and to uh, get a chance to play the g- play. Would I uh, interrupt uh, Doug and Mish on break or something like that in a couple of days? Do it, so. man! Like it's it's really good. <laughs> I mean, it was Smash, so we all knew it was going to be good. And I, I've already got the DLC pack bought. Like, I've got the entire set bought. So when they release it, I have it. And apparently, uh, because of Gamescom or uh, Game Awards, they actually announced that Joker from Persona 5 is actually going to be in uh, the new the first DLC pack. Really? Yeah. So I'm like, cool, I'll take it. Because I... I'm also playing, uh, on the sideline, I'm also playing Persona 5. Um, I got it for 50% off from the PlayStation Store. And, huh. like, I really like that character. Uh, it, it's just one of those games that it, unlocking stuff feels good, using the spears feels good. None of the characters feel OP. You know? It just, it feels good. Huh. Yeah, I mean, I would really consider. Well, you don't have a switch, so like, I'd really consider picking it up. But you'd have to buy a switch and that. Yeah, I was like, what? That's only three hundred sixty dollars, and I'm sure that they'll have a. I'm sure the white get a special Um, <laughs> but honey, it's for Smash. Um, but it was business expense. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that'll fly well. Um, <laughs> but no, like I would say, if you're gonna get it, get it. Like do it before the ho- do it before the hollow holidays, 
when all the family comes in and you're like, Grandpa, let's play a game. Ha ha, I wrecked you as the BDSM hair witch. Get wrecked, scrub. <laughs> you, I appreciate that. I, I'm referring to Panetta. <laughs> yes. Okay. Just making sure. I appreciated that a lot, actually. <laughs> just, just imagine, like, doing that and while simultaneously, like, I don't know, like, while you're while you're yelling at grandma, grandpa, you're like, ha ha, get wrecked, scrub. What while simultaneously doing the two thousands college crotch chop. <laughs> get wrecked, grandpa. You may have lived through an actual war, but now it's smash war. Um, and that was the time they're like phrasing. Maybe, maybe that maybe we shouldn't allow Sam to drink. Oh, he's not drinking. Great. I guess this is what we have to live through now. <laughs> it's great but no like it's there's something to be said about like i remember the college days of playing melee constantly and then the wii u came out and then playing the melee version is still um and but they were so bulky to have to travel with it sounds oh, like yeah. first world problem uh the gamecube <laughs> so bulky which yeah. in reality the gamecube was way less bulky than the wii u or the wii I- I was telling somebody the other day, um, I my first cell phone wasn't even a flip phone. It was one of those, um, oh gosh, what was it? I want to say it was a Samsung years ago with the actual antenna that you could pull out of it. Oh yeah. And yeah, it was yeah. just like, hey, cool. All the numbers in the screen are right there. It's like, yeah. Kids are like, what? It didn't have color? Dude, it had two colors. It had black and white. <laughs> yup. <laughs> um, but no, I'd say pick it up. Pick it up. That's actually um, what we'll be playing over our podcast is actually Super Smash Brothers. Nice. Yeah. I was like, I mean, my question is, is that out of all the games, is this your favorite so far? Or uh, all the Smash this... games? Yeah. Yes. Biggest roster nice. characters. Granted, you won't See, use all of them all the time, but Melee didn't really have a humongous of a storyline. Like, it didn't no. actually have a story mode, really. It had classic mode, which this still does. Oh, yeah. And that's great. The Wii U was great, but no one really played it. Um, <laughs> Nobody wanted to pay the price tag when you could still buy the Wii for, what was it, like 150 bucks back in the day? Right. Um, the Wii version is overlooked. It's good, but it came at a time when the Wii was not amazing still. Um, but Smash Ultimate comes at a perfect time for holiday season, and there's something going on. Now, that I don't think really was a part of the um, Smash world, even uh, in the Wii U age. Digital download. Ah. Um, Like, I remember, like, I remember when the Wii came out, right? Uh We didn't own it for the first year because you couldn't find it anywhere. No. No, like, you couldn't. Like, there were riots at Target, practically. And as soon if you've seen one, you'd better buy it, because you won't see it again. And it was a nightmare. Like, I had the game guide for Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess, but was unable to play it. And that's torture. That's torment for a child. That's yeah. child abuse. Um, but where now, it's like... Yeah, I digitally downloaded Smash Ultimate for like in three days or three days earlier. I didn't have to wait in line. I have not went to a midnight release for a single game in a very long time. 
for one reason. If they start selling it at midnight, you cannot pick it up and play it at midnight. At, at Unless midnight. you are numero uno in line, which you won't be, <coughs> you are not getting the game at midnight. You are getting the game at 12.30, 12.45, and then you are driving home and downloading the game. You're downloading patches and updates that they apply. Day one patches and updates. Which, for some people, could take several hours. So you stayed up till one in the morning, assuming you were the first in line and drove home, and you're downloading patches. So you're still not able to buy the game. Just digitally download it. Say, you know, say you get it on Christmas morning. Here would be my suggestion for parents. This is the moment where Derek gets parenting advice. Write that down. If you're getting it for your child for Christmas, take their Switch the night before, put in the download code, download all of the download uh, the updates, and then go, but little Timmy, there's one more download. Check your Switch! And as their face lights up and you're like, that's right, Grandpa's already set the high record for a BDSM heritage. Um <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we downloaded it and finished it at, the, at midnight. And then Dad played it for four hours. All your characters unlock. You don't get the joy of unlocking characters. Happy Merry Christmas, Timmy. Um, Merry Christmas. That's how, that's how it'll happen. Don't say I didn't get you anything, kid. Walk Dad, away. you unlocked everybody. You set all these high scores impossibly high. You're welcome. You gotta get download good, it. Scrub. Um, <laughs> but no, like, get it before the night before. Download it, have it ready to go. If you got it physically, put it into the game, download it, wrap the box, the empty box, and say, hey, Merry Christmas. But why is it open already? Because we downloaded it onto your Switch so that you could play it immediately. And as they're going, that's awesome, and you're high-fiving each other for being good parents and getting Parent of the Year, you can watch your child play, you know, Smash and destroy anybody and everybody. Because I swear to God, children are so much better at that game than I am. Unless also... there's a cutoff age. If they're <laughs> younger than about nine, you will dominate their soul. If they're about, if they're older, they're going to dominate you because, well, they have much better, much ma- more active minds. They're like, oh, I understand. You're like, well, dude, just slow down a minute. So also, if you're looking for a selfish reason to do that whole procedure, it prevents you from having to listen to your kid ask you every 10 seconds is it done yet? Is it done yet? Yes. Is it done yet? While you're going through and probably going to be doing it for them anyway the next morning. <laughs> exactly. Just download it before. <laughs> that way you don't have to drink because of that. You have to drink because your family's coming into town. You're hoping to, to buzz to care. What, um, people don't do preemptive drinking for the holiday anymore? Pre-gaming. Pre-gaming. <laughs> um, all right. Um, why don't we go ahead and start wrapping up, but I want to talk to you. So we've went through a hundred episodes now. When this airs, this will be episode 100, triple digits. It's absolutely crazy. Um, Do you think that it was going to get here when you, uh, <laughs> when you guys started? No, no, not when you guys started. When, when I you started. started. Yeah. yeah, I was about to say, when you started. <laughs> Honestly, no. <laughs> no. Um... I mean, I, I hoped it would, but I didn't think it would. And going back and like looking at some of the old episodes compared to now, 
I would not have ever thought that last episode would have had over 600 listens on SoundCloud. It's absolutely insane. Yeah, it's like, that's <laughs> that's un- astounding. Um, I mean, when you think about that, like, the first episode, I was like, oh, maybe three people listen to. And then we're now at a point where we regularly actually have about 100 people. Um, if I'm pulling up my stats correctly. And that to me is astounding. Um, yeah, we're at about like 75 to a hundred people for a lot of our episodes. We have some, uh, we have some outliers or more, most more recent ones are at that level. And I remember about this time last year, it was an average of what? I think it was like, what, 12? Yeah. Something like that. Um, insane. Oh no, it's amazing. Um, so that's the joy of 100 episodes. Um, so how do you think that they've went uh, in your estimation? I think, you know, it's been a learning experience. We've gone through and tried to figure out the balance of life and uh, <laughs> pursuing our hobbies and basically going through with whether it's streaming, talking or getting a chance to write reviews about um, whether it's our a new anime, new game. Everything along those lines, just a chance to go through and become like a family. We've yeah. got we started a Discord. I mean, that's pretty intense. And, and that's I mean, that's growing person by person, day by day. Yeah. And then in like your streaming, since you're you've gone through and we're getting what like two or three new people every stream or so, right? Uh, I think Monday is I'm averaging around ten viewers at a time. That's pretty. That's which pretty is pretty intense. legit for me. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm jazzed about that, and like I. I've got to stream with Doug, and with that, I've got to play Guild Wars with Doug. Um, I mean, which is a game that, gotten... that I, I haven't got to play with him for a decade. <laughs> you know, what was you gonna I say? I was about to say it was like we've learned about website designing, Twitter, yeah, <laughs> what Instagram, works, what works and what doesn't work. We're still working on I the mean, doesn't work part. Um, yeah, we also <laughs> went through and. Uh, <laughs> I've said some things on air where it's like, wow, I probably sound like an absolute jerk right now. <laughs> yeah, I, I, like, I, wow, I can okay. I can I can attest to myself saying some stupid stuff before. <laughs> um Yeah, and like we've we've had we've had a couple guests now, not just Misty. Um we've had our friend James, we've had uh a cosplayer uh who this will be the third year that w- this is the third anniversary for Comic-Con that we had them on last year. Uh, three years ago, really. Um, we hosted a booth at Comic-Con? Yeah. Uh, let's not talk about that. Um, <laughs> it w- no, but it was fun. Like, we met some people. I got to hang out and talk to new people. Um, and it's always something interesting, like, when talking at booths. They're like, I- even now, I go up to the booth. I'm like, yeah, I had a booth last year. And they're like, what did you do? And I'm like, well, funny you should ask. There were like a thousand percent more people interested in what I did at the booth the, this year than when I actually had the booth, um, which is kind of funny and sad at the same time. <laughs> uh, but it's it's fun, you know. It's been a fun experience along the way, and this sounds like we're getting ready to like say, and it's no more. But it's not. Um, I want to add the second half of that question is: What would you like to see in the future? In the next one hundred episodes, realistically, what would you like to see? Ah. <sighs> I really want to see. I'm really excited for what we've done recently. I want to see more guests um, on the podcast. Also, um, 
want to see if we can eventually find a schedule that can work for all of us so we can possibly do live casts again because that was pretty fun whenever we got to participate on a facebook live a while back yeah people actually got direct input i just know that it's so hard to go through and get that yeah no <laughs> arranged joke. every single week because as you know because you were doing it every single week it's like oh yeah we got to do this now yeah no i remember like setting it up having the everything all set out and it was moving the couch and everything like it's one of those things of yeah it's a it's a lot but I agree. I, I would love to like one day try that to do that again. I don't think right now we're oh, in a no, scheduled no, no. place. Um, I mean, yeah, I don't think anytime soon, but who? it's like within the next hundred. I'd I hope mean, so. Hey. Um, but yeah, we're doing more guests. Um, like I said, I've got like three weeks of guest stuff to be recorded this weekend. It's insane, man. Yeah, so it's like getting in, getting people to realize that we're here. Um, and it's one of those things of, I've started, I've learned a little bit more about marketing I mean, like, you know, what? if you don't want to talk to me after I tell you about this, great. That's really your decision. If you don't like what I'm selling, that's fine. You know, uh, being more, oh. being more vocal about it. Oh. But I think that's also partially personal journeys that we've each taken that I think, I, I think that would be a great podcast to talk about. Um, one day. Oh, I, I know that I'm planning a podcast uh, with Misty and a couple other people from the Misty Mooners talking about uh, mental health in streaming. Like talking about the mental health aspect of streaming, which I think is kind of a cool uh, idea. I, I'd be interested in listening to that. Yeah. Especially because someone who struggles with that myself. Amen. Preach, brother. <laughs> um, so anyway, I think that wraps up our episode 100. This is... 100% celebration, man. Exactly. Hey, see what I did there? <laughs> Boo. Boo. <laughs> I'm um, a dad now. I have to go through and I have to use this corny of dad joke as I can. Yeah, me too, man. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I think that wraps it up. Um, if you can think of anybody who you'd like to see on the podcast or you'd like to be on the podcast, uh, if you join our Discord, we actually have a form to fill out. That way we can kind of get a little bit more information to know you a little bit more. Um. That way we can be like, hey, we want to invite you on the podcast. Or, hey, you want to talk about Fortnite for an hour and a half. Mm. Ooh, as it sounds like we're busy. As, yeah, as much as I've said, <laughs> we, we, <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, <laughs> it's like, I can't do it, man. I, no, I, I can't talk about Fortnite for a full hour. I'm sorry. <laughs> it'll be me going, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> Uh-huh. But even then, if somebody has gone through and listened to one of our podcasts and they were like, hey, we really like something, we want to hear about that too. So please, give us your feedback, what you love about the show, what you hate about the show. We promise we have enough Xanax. It's true. <laughs> I, I know where the liquor it. store is. <laughs> it's like I have my own self-medication, so don't worry. Um, <laughs> so yeah, uh, there will be links in the description uh, where to find our Discord and everything. Come and join it. Come and say hi. Um, and all of our social down there. And don't forget to like and subscribe and send it to your friends. Let them share in the joy that is the Gaming and Chill Podcast, episode number 100. Until Thank 101, we'll see you again. Thank you guys for everything. Till next time. Thanks, guys. And thank you to all of our listeners out there because we really couldn't do it without you. 
We hope you enjoyed this week's Gaming and Chill podcast. If you'd like to know more about the podcast, follow us on social media, or learn how to support the podcast directly, check us out at www.gamingandchillpodcast.com. Also, be sure to stay up to date with Gaming and Chill by following us on Twitter at at gaming underscore in underscore chill. Yes, that is gaming underscore in as in Nancy underscore chill. You can also find links to the articles, games, and videos mentioned in this podcast in the description below. Thanks again for watching, and until next time...